The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, Cowboy Station, and welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Brought to you by Fansided and the official home of thelandryhat.com. On today's episode, we have a legendary guest, Lost Nation, at Lost Nation um, on Instagram, and basically Law Nation Sports, wherever else you're looking. You just Google Law Nation, he'll pop up. He joins us to to talk about uh, Dallas Cow Cowboys emerging news from OTAs. If anything, there's been a little, just little bits and pieces, but nothing really of of noteworthiness. Uh, we go over Super Bowl odds. We go over cut candidates. We go over a bunch of good, uh, fun chat with our live chat. And if you're listening to this and you're wondering what the hell is this live chat, you need to come join us on YouTube. Just search Cowboys Can Fan on YouTube or Google. We will pop up. You can also go to youtube.com slash at symbol Cowboys Can Fan. Uh, but just the easiest way, search Cowboys Can Fan will come, will pop up. You can find us on all the social medias at Cowboys Can Fan. And um, of course, Laws Nation, like I mentioned, you know where to find him. You don't have to ask me twice. And finally, before we leave, uh, if you'd like more, before I leave and you get and we get into the podcast, I'm, I'm stumbling here. I'm tripping over my toes, but I'm going to make it to the finish line. Uh, if you like more than just the Dallas Cowboys, you like all sports, check out the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D and the word network. A bunch of growing, brilliant sports minds. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the bowl, gals. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Uh, uh, uh. I feel like my radio voice is not as strong as, as Laws. We have we have Laws Nation here joining us. Yeah. And uh, Anth Bess, oh, oh, oh. But still crack him oh, if you baby. got him. Oh, baby, let's go. Crack him if you got him, son. Let's go. Crack him let's if go. you got him. <laughs> we got a trifecta going. Law, what are you drinking? Are you drinking coffee? No, it's not coffee. I'm drinking Lion's Mane. So What is yeah. what is that? It, it's, it's a memory... Uh, ex- excellent, oh. you know, exciter, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, okay. it's really good. You I know, thought it helps everything out. I you thought know? you were going to say it's it Micah like Parsons' blood. <laughs> well, it might, it might can't help me out, you know. <laughs> so, what's good? What's good? We haven't talked to you since uh, before the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, you used to tell Alex to do an introduction for Law Nation, but I don't think uh, Law Nation needs any type of introduction on the Cowboys Can Fan Show, because anybody who's watching us, definitely be following and watching <laughs> Law Nation. So, um, but yeah, what's good? Let's uh, let's hear what, what you've been up to the last uh, few months. Well, you know, um, 
the Cowboys finally drafted a guy, big boy down inside. So I was pretty much happy with that, with the philosophy of going with a one tech guy, juxtaposed to trying to find a three tech to make him a one tech. So that's cool. Um, the schoonmaker at the time of the draft, I, I didn't know who he was or why they went that way. And um, down the line, I kind of like Overshone and I kind of like uh, Deuce Vaughn um, out of this draft. And I'm just ready for the season, man. The schedule came out. I see that the Cowboys got two New York teams for back to back, so it, it's all good. That, that's what's been going on so far. Yeah, I think I'm in. I'm in the same boat right now. Like we got our picks now. The draft was exciting. Uh, you know, there was some some tears, some cheers. But at the end of the day, right now, it's like I just want to see these guys out there on the field. That's why with OTAs, I think we're on day two, and I haven't seen any information. Or anything that was like noteworthy of of, uh, of bringing up. I'm just wondering, Law. Do you have any inside scoop of of what's happening, or has it just kind of been a radio silence? Uh, nothing really big. Hey, Mar- Michael Parsons was there day one. Yes. Hey, that's good news for us, right? It's very good news. Do you for know us. that is. Yeah, true. especially especially after you know the early reports of him. It came out about him getting jacked up, getting to. 345 pounds he was going to miss all the off-season training to get jacked up and then he shows up so that that is a surprise and that is good but I've been trying to scour the internet like Alex said too and I just can't find fuck all about anything really and I I was kind of hoping there'd be some videos on it something that I could a little at least digest a bit but there hasn't really been much there's been a few Deuce Vaughn videos obviously I'm going to say this. I got to ask you this. Deuce Vaughn, I, I know you like him, but is he not the most hyped up six-round player that the Cowboys have ever taken? <laughs> he may be. Um, I I just look at it like this. He will be the change of pace guy, and I'm not asking him to be the end-all, be-all. I, I want to see him only for a spoonful of reps. I need Tony Pollard to be back out there. Uh, I need for Rojo, Ronald Jones, for those who don't know, to be out there and then Malik Davis. So if we can get a little sp- a sprinkle here and there from Deuce Vaughn, it'll be a plus for us because technically by the stats and numbers, he had just as much yards or many yards as Jameer Gibbs, as well as Bijan Robinson. Oh yeah. No, no doubt. Deuce Vaughn had a, an amazing college career. Mm-hmm. One thing I do want to ask you about him and I, we ran something, we've talked about this a little bit, but between him and Turpin, do you think it's an end-all, be-all between them two? Can they coexist on the team, or do you think one or the other makes or breaks the team, or do both end up being on the roster? Well, due to this new experiment that the NFL just released today, basically, it may not be no more need for Kevontae right. Turpin for kickoff returns so or pump returns. So it could be a situation whereas if Kevontae Turpin don't let his name be known out there for wide receiver play, then it's kumbaya for him, you know. So uh, hopefully Deuce Vaughn can make some splashes here, and the cheaper option will be at this point, I think it will be Deuce Vaughn. Well, the- So with that, sorry, AJ, with the rules, I just want to clear this up. So because we kind of talked about it prior, with these rules, is it now, so say the the – on the kickoff, it's kicked to the one-yard line. All the guy has to do is fair catch it, and now it moves to the 25. <laughs> right. Oh, that's brutal. I, yeah, I, mean, I absolutely Fair catch every that. catch, man. Just yeah, fair catch that's it. insane. Yeah. I hate that. Well, what the, the, the data behind that decision was it would bring um, 
kick plays or return plays down, I believe, from 38% to 31%, which is a 20% drop, you know, within that, you know, mm-hmm. 7%. <laughs> Am I saying this correctly? But anyways... He's a what, stats guy. <laughs> what, it, what it would... <laughs> essentially what it's doing is, yeah, it's just a limit. Because of the higher, much higher uh, concussion and injury rate on special teams, they just... The NFL is doing everything they can to get that removed from the game and limit that. And, and you know, on one side of it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't want to see some of your, you got to think like CD lamb was for his first two seasons was doing punt and I don't know if kick returns, right? Des Bryant, right. Des Bryant's done some, I mean, all, yeah. all the main, all the main players at some point. So I'll just imagine, this, if, though. just imagine, sorry, if one of them got rolled up on or something, you know, bright career down the drain. But I'll ask, I'll ask you this though. Say the guy gets kicked to the one-yard line, right? He catches the ball. I want to see the stats on concussions. Are, is it the guys returning it, or is it the guys blocking? Because the guys blocking, they're going to be blocking regardless. Yeah, you yeah. kick it to the one-yard line, right. those first row of dudes, they're still banging. They're still running down, and they're still hitting heads. Yeah. So I'd like to see the stats on, is it the guy running, returning the ball that's getting the concussion mostly, or is it the front line? Because if it's the front line, let's skip the song and dance and just take it out instead of just like slowly... Yeah. making it a shittier play it's like okay why even waste our time watching us have a guy fair catch it every time no that's well, a good point that is a brilliant point i think that this is all lipstick on a pig i think that the nfl <laughs> need to say hey we are making provisions we are trying to limit concussions and if they can take out a play to present to the to the committee of the people that's trying to sue them, then that, that can hold a lot of value there. So that's why that's why I think that the NFL is just putting lipstick on a pig with it. Yeah, makes sense. That's a, that's a that's a great clickbait clip title. NFL's right. putting lipstick on pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yo, what, yo, I mean, speaking of uh, lipstick on pigs, lipstick <laughs> li- lipstick on pigs, and and potential cut candidates before we even get into the season. <laughs> What? Great segue. No, I was just laughing. No, the segue. no I, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm connecting it. Yeah, yeah, I'm connecting yeah. it. Trust uh-huh. me. Turp. We just talked about Turp, and he just might. He might not have the position, and we need the roster spots um, for someone else, right? Like there is a lot of quality depth which we didn't have in linebacker. Maybe. Well, ho- I'm being optimistic. Let me be optimistic here. But the depth is more there. So do you? And and look at the um, D line. Like there's a lot of decisions to be made there as who we keep and who who we let go. So that extra spot, I mean, there's probably not a chance they're keeping both, right? Turpin and 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 Vaughn. Like, is that a possibility? So before we hop into this, I just want to know: Do we have any guesses of who could be uh, some cut candidates before training camp? And I looked at the article, so I don't want to cheat. But mm. well, I, I would say Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn Wright, uh, Gilmore. And I, yeah, yeah, Neville Gallimore, I meant to say. Gallimore, yeah. Gallimore, yeah. yeah. Gallimore, Gilmore, yeah. You know, Neville Gallimore. Hey, uh, I, I got roasted on the coals for making that mistake last, <laughs> last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, like Gilmore. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Got here. Uh, big offseason nudes, Cowboys trade for Stefan Gilmore and then cut him around OTAs. Talk about putting some lipstick on pigs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Breaking nose. <laughs> Breaking news, it is actually true. (laughs) (laughs) 
No. So Nashawn Wright, Gallimore. Yeah, Cut yeah. Candidate, Gallimore, uh, Nashawn Wright, and you said uh, well, Boss, Man yeah, Fat. Boss Man Boss Fat. Man Get the Boss Man Fat. Rico Dido. Uh, who yep. else? Mm. Yeah, Dido. Yeah, that's one that yeah. you don't think of because he's kind of hung around here for the last few seasons. And he, he did show some promise. The dudes just had such shitty luck with injuries at the wrong time. If, if one guy out of those dudes is going to get picked up by another team, I could see him out of that group of guys that you just said, Dowdle at yep. least making his move on to another team. But Gallimore, or uh, no, crack crack if you got him. If you got him. Uh, Gallimore for sure. And that hurts us to say because we're Canadian boys and he's yeah. a Canadian boy. So it, yeah. it's we always like when there's a Canadian on the Cowboys, but he's definitely, his third season last year was, uh, let's just say a little a little underwhelming. His sophomore season, he kind of was got injured and missed a bunch of time. And then last year, he was just blown off the ball way yeah. too much. And that's the reason they went out and su- went and drafted this one tech that we need to to eat some space up. So he might just be an odd man out on the defensive line. Yeah. yeah. And, Ma- oh, go ahead. Sorry, Law. No, no. I was going to say Will Greer. He's a, mm. He could be a casualty, too. Now, do, too. The new ruling with the third emergency quarterback right. thing, you know. So why carry another quarterback when you can just put him on the emergency squad? Yeah. So yeah. that, uh, do you know what that rule is? No. Okay. Well, the emergency quarterback rule is you can basically ha- he has to make it to the fifty-three man roster, I right. believe, but then he's not going to eat up a spot. Um, and you can have him come and play the, this third QB, but you have to have your first and second quarterback be injured and not be able to return for your third well, this for, did, did they make will this that for, will this be forever the san francisco 49ers i was just gonna say was <laughs> that yeah, was that, that the, was that because the san is it the san francisco 49er rule we'll have to they, ask they just that. over they overloaded the internet with bitching and they're like okay hey, we can't do we can't deal with this we are ever so again. we can we do not want to hear another bang bang niner gang please just make up a rule for them I the bang bang rule. The bang bang rule. <laughs> the bang, bang rule. Yeah. I think all the teams voted for it though. Like thirty-two yeah. out of thirty-two. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I think. Well, why wouldn't you want it though? Would yeah. you imagine this? Imagine this. You you kick ass all season. You make the NFC Championship game, and then your quarter, your two quarterbacks go down. I mean, it makes no sense for teams not to want to have that rule, but it's just funny the way that it kind of well the yeah, N- and the NFL wants that rule. The NFL oh, wants sure. that type of rule because they don't want yeah. they don't want something to happen where that quarterback goes down and then you're like using Christian McCaffrey as your quarterback. They they don't want section uh, uh 103 seat 54 to come in and have to be throwing the football, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> just like a movie like the replacements yeah. or something. Bring them in. In the NHL <laughs> that happened once or twice in in lore history. Like a person. But they just crowd. picked a they picked a fan? Well, like a, it. This is back when, like, it was like the '60s or '70s. Eagles so, like, did it. They, they they pulled a, a goalie from the crowd who was play who was in attendance from uh, the local farm team or something like that. Yeah. Oh, this is like way back. In like the day, way though, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, when Wayne Gretzky was scoring 200 points a season. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is by Randy Gersey. This article, our our uh, home here, thelandryhat.com. And uh, Randy home was of the on. Cowboys Can Fan podcast, home, home of the Can Fan. Uh, five players. Let's get into it. Looks like Hankins is number one. Or, Weird. Or he's going to be on the list here. Well, he's on. He's on the photos. I think we can help <laughs> helpfully yeah. bet that he's going to be on this list. We're starting I hope with Hankins. I hope he's not. We start yeah. with with Simi Fioco. I don't know. I think he's just going to be a survivor. But uh, because if you think about it, yeah, we know who our top three are. But after right. that, it gets dicey. 
You know? I think mm. he has just as good as chance as anyone at this point to be, you know, four. Are we keeping five wide receivers, I would guess, at minimum? Probably six. Probably six. Probably if, six, if, yeah. It depends what we do with Turpin. If if you're keeping Turpin to fill that punt returner, kick returner thing, even though there's a little bit of gray water around that, mm. I think you're keeping six. But like you said, the top three guys are set in stone. I got to argue that Jalen Tolbert's probably getting his, his, his second-year chance. Right. So I would mm. even lean towards possibly four spots are kind of cemented a little bit. Sure. Well, look, I mean, Simi Fioko has had all the – chances he's had some kind of moments I guess in preseason or or in training camp with some big catches or some big highlights but you know it's funny because there there is a there's something telling when that stuff happens and then that player just never gets a chance on the field because if if it was translatable to an NFL level Mm -hmm. um you would think that the uh you would think that he'd be out there playing right but I don't know. So, so what is it that's keeping him off the the field, yet still hanging around on the Cowboys? Yeah, we crashed. I was gonna say we're frozen, boys. Oh yeah, frozen. Yeah, one <laughs> sec. I'll just make a little quick note. That's right. Just take a little breather, a little break here. No doubt. No so doubt. all we no do, doubt. all we do here, Law, is uh, Ad just gonna restart OBS and and we'll be smooth running again here. Why the fuck? We need a supercomputer. Law, where do you live? I'm, I'm in route. I'm in where Dallas, do you live? man. Come on down to Dallas. Huh? <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in route. You know what? Well, come on down. You, look, look, you see me if you hold us, man. What happened... <laughs> This is what happened. Simi, all training camp and off season, he make the spectacular catches. He yep. be doing everything. I said, man, that 81 looking nice. He looking like, hmm, Miles Austin before the Kim Kardashians. Yep. Right? <laughs> so now all of a sudden, when it's time for him to play on preseason and regular season, he disappears. Come well, on, we all Sam. remember we all remember last preseason remember the the viral video of him going and burning trevon diggs for the the yeah. go route for yeah. the touchdown yeah. and the yeah. internet absolutely fucking exploded like yeah. i think every single person on the internet that watches football at that time of the year reposted this video yeah. of fioco burning trevon diggs and i was on the side of it been going oh, okay maybe fioco's good we all know in training camp the wide receivers are basically set up to to win like to a, win. a yeah. go route if if you're not if you're not winning a go route one on one on the outside, most of the time when there's no safety over the top, yeah, you, you shouldn't be in the NFL, right? You shouldn't be right. it. So I did see that with Fioko last year, and I was like, okay, maybe he took the step, but I don't know. Does he just end up bouncing from the practice squad to maybe on in the roster to the practice squad? But he's another guy that's on thin ice, kind of like I, I'm. I don't even think Jalen Tolbert's on thin ice right now. He had a. No. I think Jalen Tolbert still shelved a little bit. But Fioco's definitely a cut candidate uh, in my mind. Well, this offense going to fit him like a glove. You're talking about West Coast. You're looking at deep overs, your shallows. Uh, you're looking at some of the offense that Stanford ran when he was in college. So I'm going to look at it like this. He should utilize his six foot three frame, four mm-hmm. three speed, and he should be able to do deep overs. He should be able to run post routes. I'm for sure should not see him on any hitches or comebacks or in the stop routes, I should just see him running your, even a seam, I want to see him on a seam route. I want the Cowboys to utilize his height, size, and speed to get him open. So hopefully we will see him more 
not just in the offseason, but during the preseason and regular season game this year. Well, Definitely. Is it is it fair, though, that if we're giving Tolbert a pass and and kind <laughs> of maybe blaming Vanilla Pudding, Kellen Moore, that we that we kind of need to be fair and do that for everyone, at least like... Fioko's had, he's, he's had his he's yeah. had his chance. Though. Yeah, but he's, he's always he's been not, under Kellen Moore. I get that, but he's he's also had his he's not in his second year. He didn't have the draft stock or capital True. as Jalen Tolbert. He was I think Truth. I think he was taken into sixth. Um, he was a sixth, fifth or sixth. I, I can't remember off the yeah, top I of my know. head. But yeah, the, the difference between a third round pick and a sixth round is no matter what your third round pick from the previous season is going to get a chance in True. his sophomore season. That's going to happen regardless. No matter what fans say, oh, Tolbert is off or uh, his get, getting offside at shitty times, his drops, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's He's getting a second chance. The Cowboys aren't ready to admit that they made a mistake on a guy. And mm-hmm. the, the a person that you could basically point that uh, philosophy, or <laughs> philosophy to is boss man fat. Boss man yeah. fat sucked he sucked but he was a second round pick he's still yeah. on the team still getting chances so they're gonna try to do that with tolbert also well you gotta find you gotta lobby and be a a politician at this point and if i'm semi Fihoko, if i'm kelvin joseph if i'm one of those guys that's on the on the short end of the stick i'm going over there hey coach bones come on man you need some water <laughs> yep. you need your, your clothes washed and folded you yep. know so that's how they can make this team actually is making it via the special teams now we can go down a list right here how many wide receivers do you guys foresee the cowboys taking this is a message for all the pan fanomaniacs we are a special interest group who have taken over the airways. We demand you listen to the following advertisements if you wish to hear your precious Cowboys Can Fan podcast again. Start the ads! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You've done well. We will allow you to return to your favorite Dallas Cowboys podcast. But mark our words, we will return. Six for me. I think uh, I think six. six. I think six. six. So let's count them up. Count them up. Count them up for me. Okay. So, so I'm going. I'm yeah. We're going at Lamb Cooper or sorry Cooper. Coop, what an idiot. Coop, Cook. Cooper Cooper Rush. <laughs> bring him back. Bring, bring him back. back. Bring him back. <laughs> bring him back. <laughs> So, I'm, the, I'm that. I'm still that butthurt about Cooper being gone that I'm still yeah, like yeah, he's, yeah, on the, he's on the team this and year. You Cooper. gotta let it go, but dude, you gotta <laughs> let it go. <laughs> gotta let it go. Ooh. But what do we think, guys? So we're yeah, saying yeah. Lamb. All right, we know our three. Lamb, Lamb, Lamb Cooks, Cook, Gallup, Gallup. Those for sure. I still think Turpin makes it, and yeah. I think Jalen Tolbert. So those are the five for sure for me. And then I don't know. I th- I, I think we're gonna have to wait for camp to see if someone out of the amount of wide receivers that we have out of these undrafted free agents and these third or fourth year guys, hopefully one of them excels enough that we're forced to take a sixth wide receiver. You know, well, I don't know who that well, is. Well, well here, here's what I got. I got a dark horse 
Jalen Cropper. And and mm. I guess you can throw in, I got a white horse out of David Durden. You know, yes. so those, <laughs> those guys are going to have to make sure that they can make some moves out there. So my yep. dark horse is Jalen Cropper and my white horse is David Durden. <laughs> Both of those guys can run. He's fast and yep. he was unbelievable in the small college. So Hopefully, man, they can nudge and get these other guys up out of there like the semifiocos or even Cavante Turpin. So right. they're going to have to make some noise. They're going to well, have to make some noise. Well, and that's like when you look back to, I mean, something obviously just wasn't, like we we didn't even see Turpin get a shot really at rece- receiver except for the trickery play at the gadget. end of season, right? Gadget. The True. gadget play. So it, it's like it wonders, okay, maybe – Maybe we won't ever see him as a receiver. If anything, we should. We have to see him as a receiver in uh, in in uh, preseason, and we got to see what he can do outside of just running the ball back, because he absolutely has to step up, or else he's there's what what's his role on the team, specifically yeah. with like a Deuce Vaughn coming in here. But yeah, the uh, I like the story of these small college guys coming in and like mm-hmm. really turning it up in in camp and then making a name and then actually having like a decent season. I, I want to see I want to see a, a dark horse or a white horse because I believe in both <laughs> colors of horses uh, try try and make a big play. Oh, so you don't want brown horses? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I see in black and white. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we just mentioned special teams. So we know for sure CD Lamb, Gallup, nor Brandon Cooks is going to play on special teams. So if right. I'm the on the back end of it, like the Dennis Houstons of the world who made the team last year, uh, first game, mm-hmm. right? So that should be hope for the other undrafted guys and say, hey, last year, opening week, Dennis Houston made the team. So I know I got a chance. So we know everyone is going to have a legitimate chance. It's just that they're going to have to take the opportunity to go grab and hold it. The, my My hope for that six spot or that last spot, say it's six here for sake of argument, mm-hmm. is that it's someone who's hungry, who is driven, who, who may not be the best skilled out of the bunch, but you can tell that they're going to put in the work, come to pra- be the first one in, last one out. That's the type of guy that you want because skill-wise, it's like that's great, but we got the skill that's going to be out there 95% of the time. What we're looking for is someone who, you know, I hate to say it, of course, but that Tom Brady, yeah. <laughs> you know, he did. He said his name. You said his. I did. You said his name. I did, and it's said his name. It's ridiculous because, of course, every single team <laughs> wants that. But the reality is, you want the person who's going to come in and just their determination is going to bring them to the next level. Skills would be awesome too, and if they're in the NFL, they do have a skill set. Okay. But it's well, that I'll give you. I'll well, okay, give you one on, kind hang of. Hang on, I got oh, a doc, I got. Chat? I got a docket okay. record question for Law Nation. This is from. Two-time Can Fan Award winner bought G. Eric with a nine, well, ten dollar uh, USD super chat, Woo! which just for you non uh, Canadian non Canadians, that's like thirty dollars in Canada. Uh, so you just he, bought us booze for the next <laughs> month. Let's go. Uh, he wants to know, Law, are you going to be attending training camp in Oxnard, California, this year? Oh yes, uh, my goal is to be there for the opening week, um, but yeah, I will be there live. Like 95, man. I'll be up in there, yes, man. Sir. <laughs> yes, indeed. Sweet. Okay. Hey, Law, when you're there, can you set up like um, a booth and do live, like a live stream from there if it's possible? Or, or is it, are you just kind of collecting content and. Yeah, it's, they got something going on like a jammer out there because the, 
Wi-Fi oh. signal or the internet signal is very trash, man. So that's why you don't see a lot of live stuff because they got a lot of weak spots out there. So uh, I will do a, a a on the front end video and a post video live uh, about what happened that day. And of course, compile all of the uh, footages and clips that I can uh, throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Well, can can uh, we're we're making the big plan to go down as well. So we'll okay. uh, we'll uh, plan. We should definitely plan around the same time. Yeah, well, shoot some double Law, content. You were down, yeah, Law, you were down there last year. I, I was I was watching some of your stuff. It's usually generally terms. It's end of July, kind of start of August is kind right. of when training camp kicks off. Correct? Because we're trying to we're waiting for dates to drop so that we can kind of plan on heading down. But we're right now our plans to definitely get down there at some point so we would love to link up for sure let's get it uh yeah. we should have not a good time but a great time out that way oh, and yeah. everybody that's watching come on out man it's Hell gonna yeah. be a great time with us man <laughs> my well, brothers from the north is coming down woo! To yes now. sir oh, let's go. Uh, oh, well okay. and some uh can fan lore for you law uh uh eric who we call bot g eric which is short for which is an acronym for boots on the ground he got his name boots on the ground because he went to training camp last year and he was filming a bunch of content for us and yeah. we were playing it. So bot G is okay. going to be there. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, this will be great. We let's get everybody down and, and uh, have a great time as law nation says, okay, no, that was the docket wrecking question. Uh, I tried to get it on Alex so that I was interrupting Alex to keep in sync with <laughs> what I do, yeah. but I interrupted you Anth. Uh, what, I don't you probably don't remember. What I don't even say. know what the fuck I was talking about. What I do know is we've only seen one of the five players <laughs> on that on that list. So let's get number four. Yes. Number four, Josh number four. Ball. Kind of obvious, not maybe, but I don't know. I feel like although you know, as uh, was it Stephen Jones who said we are our, our our five our five guys are our five O linemen and just don't worry about anything more about it. It's like, okay, I get that. But also then, uh, as two as well, what about all the, you know, injury history that we've had that we need to kind of prepare for. And we're lucky enough last year, maybe lucky, maybe not, but Peters was available and came in and shored up, uh, what otherwise would have been a real painful spot on the O line. So Josh Ball, are you surprised or not? Or, or are they replacing him with this new draft pick, uh, in Asim Asim Richards, Joshua Ball. Um, we need to see something out of him. Uh, if not, yeah. he's going to be a guy that's going to be on the outside looking in. Uh, they went also got Chuma Idoga. We want to see what he right. can bring to the table. Yes. yes, we got rid of Connor McGovern, who was an athletic guy from the standpoint of, of versatility, but we still have the biggest hole on his team is guard. But I already see that we have Terrence still going to come back. I'm already looking at the provisions of what of this team is going to do with Matt. Well, let's go. So Joshua Ball, he may be a situation of cut time. Yeah, and I got to ask. I, I, well, I want to ask just before we move on. AJ is mm -hmm. as far as the the starting lineup here for our offensive line because going through the draft process and granted we. We're, we're fans, right? We, we try to compile as much as we can and make mm -hmm. our thought process based on that. But were you surprised a little bit that the Cowboys didn't necessarily target a guard in the first, say, three rounds, and they kind of did just fall back on who's in-house? And is offensive line a bigger issue going into the season this year than it was last year? Are you asking me? 
anyone. anyone, just whoever. You know, Matt. Oh, I, I wasn't listening, so uh, I yeah, can't. <laughs> okay, so, so so the front five are solid. Then we look at those. I guess the second positions. Chuma Doga could be really strong, and <laughs> I don't know. I think I said it right. Okay, just back off. You did. We you did okay. Look, the, mm-hmm. the the names I have wrong are the ones that I've said a hundred times, not not the ones that are new to me. I was just laughing at that troll in the comments. It's like, is your guys's uh, goal to mispronounce every single name that you say? And we're like, well, obviously, you have never been on the show before, so yes. Because the answer is yes. But but well, let's go. Big boy, big wing wingspan, lots of potential promise. But I believe it was an injury; didn't get rolled up on his leg or something. Yeah. Uh, so that was unfortunate. But otherwise, across the, the, the rest of them, then, of course, Asim Richards, you know, who, who knows what he's going to do. But there's really not a lot of depth. There's uh, Matt Farniak, Ball, and, and Ball, and um, then Brock Ho- Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, Alec Lidstrom, uh, yeah. which I, I, I'm i just looking at the depth chart. They have him on third, but he might actually be second. Uh, yeah. So, you know, a lot of names we haven't seen. <laughs> um but I don't know. Is that something to be scared of? Well, well, they switching up up the philosophy. Mike Solari, he's gonna be more. He want these guards to be athletic, and he want them to pin to pull uh, from the inside. So it could be a situation and scenario that Tyler Smith, week one, would be your in, interior guard. Tyron Smith will be the left tackle. Of course, your your centers, Tyler Biotish, and then, of course, Zach Martin and Terrence Steele. So why did they went and got Chuma Idoga, who was a third-round draft pick by the Jets who played tackle? Well, they're going to kick him down inside. Oh, just as well as with Awesome Richards. He's going to be a guy that was a tackle that's going to be squeezed and kicked inside to be your guard. So they're looking for guys to be athletic, that can play down inside at that guard spot to pull or to get out in front. So this is going to be a run-heavy team, according to Brian Schottenheimer, and as well as what uh, Mike McCarthy said. So I'm looking back at this and saying that if these guys like Josh Ball, if they don't have the flexibility to stand tall and and play, then he could be a casualty of a positioning of, of not being able to fit in for what Mike Solari is trying to do. I, and with that, like the Tyler Smith thing going to guard, I don't know if I like it, but I think it's more of the point. If Tyron Smith can actually stay healthy and string together the start of a season, not have a crazy injury happen to him in training in training camp, it's probably the best combination of guys. Yeah. Like think of it, think of Tyron Smith a lot. He's a fringe Hall of Famer. He mm-hmm. without his injuries, the guy's been he's put in work since he was twenty years old. If he can stay healthy and have one last good run, and then you have Tyler Smith, who is just an absolute mauler. Like my biggest worry is if if either of those guys goes down, or say even more than that, if Tyron Smith goes down, okay, whatever, you kick out Tyler Tyler Smith out to left tackle, right? But then what right. happens if he goes down? Then we're well, just up shit's creek, man. <laughs> but, but, we, we messed up. I think then that, we messed up. But that's the um. So that makes sense, right? So Tyrone Smith, if he gets injured then Tyler Smith goes outside, and then you have Chuma and Asim Richards waiting in the wings guard. Yeah. This is in theory, right? Let's hope that's how in it plays theory. out. In theory, and that's yeah. what they're leaning on. That's what they're leaning on, and Matt Wellatsko will be your swing tackle, Exactly, right? yeah. So yeah. 
when you look at it that way, we are covered. I mean, Biadaz is just a freaking gargoyle in there. He doesn't uh, doesn't get hurt, knock on wood. Well, so our, our boy EJ Savage is saying in uh, 38 <laughs> career starts at UNC, he only had one at guard. 37 Doesn't starts matter. at left tackle. Think L- he'll look, be a swing at, tackle. Yeah. Well, but but look at Tyler Smith. He he played guard or he played tackle pretty much his whole career. And then he they they plant when they drafted him, they planned on him being a guard. So I mean, it's hard to say just because what they did in college right. is what they're going to do. It, it's tough to say what their actual plan is until it happens. No mm-hmm. one thought Tyler Smith was going to be the left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys at this point last year. Is Tyron Smith at left tackle? Tyler Smith at left guard. Yeah. Then then T uh, Tyron gets hurt. Crack him up. Get it. Get it, son. Crack him. Crack him. Got him. Got him. Yeah. But then the so you can't really put that completely to uh, fruition. You have to wait to see what the depth chart is at the start of the season. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess my perspective here now is just okay. In the position that we did think was most necessary, although perhaps we didn't get that first or second round pick. Uh, which still is a lot of question marks anyways, right? Like, no True. no pick is certain. Chuma and and Richards are there to back it up. Now, Richards is, a, what, a sixth-round pick, so, or fifth-round pick? Yes, uh, yep. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is, but there's more there than than what we think. And I, I think I think the guy that's going to surprise us all is Matt Forniak, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be the guy that surprises us all. He's going to be like the Connor McGovern 2.0. Hey, who got high praise uh, moving over to Denver? He got he got some high praise from all the Cowboys or from Mike McCarthy, of course. Said he's the best the best O line on that team now. Oh. Who McGovern? Yeah, yeah. Mac- McCarthy. I I, on- I honestly didn't I didn't mind McGovern to be honest. I like the fact that he could do a bunch of shit, and that's sure he's not the most talented guy, but he was. You could you could switch him around. Oh, Jay Hankins made the list at three. But it kind of makes sense. I mean, this guy came yeah. in, saved the day for, for the Cowboys. But now, hey, your services just might not be wanted anymore. And, uh, I'm, I mean, it, it's football, baby. But um, the Cowboys certainly drafted this year to show, like, hey, um, we're going all in on our D-line <laughs> or, or you know they they packed that. I like Junior Fioco too. I think he's he yeah. could. I mean, he might be the Fioco that becomes the best Fioco on the team. I don't know. Yeah. Who's the yeah. best Fioco? Yeah, they can't have too many yeah. Fiocos on one team. So. You gotta be Fioco kidding me. Yeah, you, you, get the Fioco. Uh, you know, get the Fioco out of here. Yeah, that, that didn't yeah. work as well. But they look. Whoever lose out got to cut that ponytail. You know. That's hanging out of the back <laughs> of the helmet. But I, I look right. at Fihoko as a as a hybrid guy. You know, he's going to play on the outside, but they're going to yep. squeeze and force him back inside. Uh, on the high end, he can be like a Michael Bennett who played for the Seattle Seahawks back in the days. And he had a cup of coffee over here as well. Or on the low end, he can be a, a, another uh, Chauncey Golston with us, you know. Or he can be the equivalency of uh, a Tyrone Crawford. Y'all remember him? Jay, Jay your... Ratliff, maybe even you know the couple. No, of no, 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 no. Crawford. You don't think so? You know, I think. Oh, Crawford! Ta- hey, ta- ta- another Tyrone Crawford. Crawford, another Canadian boy. You know, I'm all about that. Yeah. 58, 58 was an or ninety eight was an absolute beast for the Cowboys and and an underdog. So, but I like Jay. I like Jay. I like Jay Hankins. I don't. I don't want to see him gone. I think he, like Alex said, helped us last year, kind of save the day. And there's always room for these guys. Like 
you have Hankins, Smith, Mozzie Smith, and Oso to Odigizua, right? Like, I, I don't mind having three big boys up front, to be honest. If they cut Jonathan club. Hankins, if they cut Jonathan Hankins, that means that these two things had to happen. This, there's a guy by the name of Big Bo. They call him Bo Hanna, right? B yep. Big Bo. And mm -hmm. either he done excel or the other guy, Isaac Alicone, because he's yeah. the guy that's been switched over to defensive tackle. That will be the only way that Jonathan Hankins is cut from this team. They would have to have an unbelievable training camp. Which is good for the Cowboys in a whole. It's good. It, it's good. good if, if Hankins gets cut because one of those guys has finally turned the corner, that's a good. That's a good thing. They're they're younger than him. They're a little bit more agile. They might not be as big, but I like that. I like the big dude, and I, I liked what he did last year. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't mean, see it happening though. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, I, I agree. Jonathan Hankins. Go. <laughs> I agree. I think I think there's other places, and you know, if you're looking at him as 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 uh, a second. Second string, dude. I mean, that's positive, right? If Hankins is is going to be playing second string, um, I, I thought that Hankins will will start and then have Mozzie to come in. But the, no, no. the way that they are high on Mozzie, I think he's going to be the starter and and be the inverse. Yeah, no, I'm 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 in the if that's the case, it's a good thing. If Hankins is ends up being in our second string, well, then we assume he's out. He's been outplayed by someone else. So true. Um. But yeah, I agree. I, I think he probably is going to be the starter. It's it's funny because uh, he's number three on this list. Yeah, or, I don't like or it. Four, sorry. No, he's three. Three, yeah. Okay, let's go to number two. On to number two, baby. baby. Let's go. Ronald Jones. Did he Ronald just Jones. did he just stop <laughs> over for a little nightcap? He, he, uh, crack crack if you got, got him, son. Yeah, crack him. if you got him. Let me get one in me too here. Let me get one in me. Is is Rojo going to be the uh, the? Here's the look. Crack him if you got him, man. I do like crack him if you got him. I do crack like crack him if you got him, son. I like Rojo, but I wouldn't be against them putting uh, Davis, moving him up and giving him more time because I liked. I mean, I think we all like what we saw in the time that he did play in in preseason. I don't. Did he come in in any? Uh, yeah, he had a couple good games. He had a good game against the Colts. Right. Uh, Tennessee had a couple good, a couple good runs. Well, for why they didn't end up using him more when he, uh, when Tony Pollard went down against San Francisco, is beyond me. I honestly, I agree with you. If Rojo's cut, that means we're frozen again. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Freeze number two. Oh, I but know that, uh, this is the gear. Hey. Oh, Fihoko. You know. <laughs> oh, Fihoko, my a hole. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just look at it like this. If if Rojo cut, meaning that, you know, that they're gonna figure out a way to bring back Ezekiel Elliott, you know, yep. uh, at that point. If if you get rid of somebody who's your most veteran guy on this team, I don't think that they will roll into the twenty twenty three season with no veteran running back. And and of course Tony Pollock got to be ready, right? Yep. Oh. Yeah. That this is the fear about Tony Pollard. It's not that the um the injury is scheduled from from what I read, anyways, and I, I'm you know 
this is my memory. I smoke a lot of the marijuana, so you know it could be a little screwed up. <laughs> but uh, point being, smoke here, weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but TP, it is. he should be recovered on a medical clearance level by the time the NFL starts. But right. historically, when you look at leg injuries, it the player always takes a season to get back to where they were. I mean, I hope Tony Pollard is something special and doesn't have to deal with that. But historically, it's just the case. So I'm a little nervous of um, not not that he can't come out there and play, but the workload sudden. It's the increased workload suddenly that he's going to have to bear. Right. It's not just he's coming back. It's also more responsibility. Yeah. We haven't seen him uh, have more than 14 to 15 attempts consecutively ever in his career. So now you're asking him to do that. Plus with the weight and the pressure of the money on the table is going to be hard for him to do. Uh, I know it sounds easy, but you know, $10 million in his pocket, that brings a lot of uh, responsibilities and expectations. So that's why, yeah, you can have those big reservations on that. Only one player came back and like, like after Mm. a big injury, like he never had one was what was his name? Was it Adrian Peterson? Yeah, AP. Yeah, two thousand yeah. two K yeah, yeah, two K yards, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. See, he he's not from this planet. No, no, exactly. <laughs> so he's from a whole other universe. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I will roll with Malik. But here's the thing, y'all. It's crazy. Because training camp, OTAs, all of this with running backs. Hell, the Cowboys can sign me, and I would look good out there because you don't hit in practice. You know, you don't get a mm. chance to see whether or not this person really going to block somebody who's shooting through the A-gap. You would not really see if that running back can do anything until week one because even preseason is a lot of vanilla football. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of – that's that's what I want. I want to see one – we and the Cowboys probably haven't had that player since – I'm going to say 2016 because there was two players that kind of did it. Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott in preseason pretty much said, hey, man, we're NFL players. Zeke came out, took on Cam Chancellor head on, fucking cleaned him out twice, I think. Dak Prescott came in, had an amazing preseason. Obviously, Tony Romo went down. And you're like, okay, I feel a little bit confident with this guy in. Since then, I don't think there's been a player that has had minus minus Turpin last year. Turpin against uh, (laughs) the Chargers. He kind of had that that two – kickoff return game but besides those three guys there hasn't been that player in preseason that you're like wowed by you know we all watch preseason we're all hoping for that moment to be like oh man week two of the 2023 preseason we watched this dude and we knew he was going to be amazing i'm waiting for that dallas cowboy player to do that in the preseason and you can't you can't disregard it you're just like that guy's a football player terrell davis when he was playing for the broncos they were in japan He's a running back, but he was fielding kicks. He ran down and absolutely earhole the guy that was carrying right. the ball. I want to see a play like I want to see a play like that. That you're like, this guy is a football player. Could Schoonmaker do it? Could Deuce Vaughn? Deuce Vaughn is a high candidate to do that. Yeah. In the preseason, the first time that guy goes for a forty yard run in the in the preseason, <laughs> Twitter's exploded. Yeah, the internet's <laughs> gonna, gonna break. Go crazy. Yeah, the internet's, internet's going to break. break. Well, who, who Cowboy has, internet's going to break, just like our CanFan internet over here, who, crashing who, all the time. <laughs> uh, who has the better chance of, of being cut, I guess, out of out of Davis, Jones, and Vaughn? I get it. Like, probably, Jones, right? Probably Jones. Yeah. Probably Jones. Yeah. 
Or, or, or it's, it's all about the sneak factor, too, who you can sneak on the practice squad to bring back up. And there could be another situation for Rico and whoever else. I think the Cowboys still going to pick up another camp body by the time uh, preseason hit for running back. Right. Yeah, they're not – I don't think that they're sure about that at all, and I'm certainly not. So Jerry? probably It's probably our most uncertain – Yeah position right now oh on the team. i forgot man we all forgot about hunter oh yeah, yeah. oh love love yeah i love yeah. i love yeah. me some i'm, I'm actually I'm he's an interesting player I, i'm really excited to see what they do with him i want to see i want to see how they use him in some blocking schemes but i also think that he's that a halfback fullback blocking tight end it'll be interesting to see what they do with him offensively you the GM right now. How many running backs you roll with? Oof. Oof. This team. I mean, you already got Ross, six, you're like, running with three, six three. six wide receivers already. So <laughs> you got to go three. On, you got to you oh. got to go three. Uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. What if I told you in 2016 we were a heavy run team at that time? We went with six running backs. Whoa, can you name whoa. Them? Can you name them? No, I uh, absolutely cannot name them. I, I expect Anth to do that when we get. No, to I pro- I probably won't even be able to, man. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. Obviously, Ezekiel One? Elliott. Fuck. Um, was, was Murray uh, that? Was 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 Run DMC still on the team? Two. Darren McFadden was on the team. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the sixth round pick that we had. Man, six round pick running back right around that area. I can't even. I, I I'm I'm drawing a blank. Once you say his name, I'm gonna be like, "Yep." Who, who, who were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the tip of my tongue too. <laughs> but I know, <laughs> you know, you know the number. You know, I'm ta- you know the number. But you, but <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm talking. You know, I'm talking about. There was that Alfred six Morris. Round. Alfred Morris was there. Remember that? Oh yeah, right? Morris was Alfred there. Morris. Okay, Morris yeah. was there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, then they had the, the six round. They had the six round running back who's Scarborough. Freeze. Bo Scarborough. They did draft him. That was from yeah. EJ. Yeah. No, there was uh, there was a different guy. I'm, I I can't think of his name. Wait, it's Man, when I went uh, through when R- I went Rob, through all the Rob Smith. Picks. Rob, Rob Smith was here too. Believe it or not. Oh yeah, Keith, Keith Smith. It's coming to me now. Keith Smith. Yeah. You remember him? Two fullbacks. Yep. Rob Smith. Keith Smith. Uh, who else? Who else? Rod um, Smith was awesome, man. Yeah, I he liked, was awesome. I liked Rod Smith for a couple of years there. Six running backs. That is insane. Yep. 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 How many? So we obviously went five wide receivers there. Probably two tight ends. You got to think. You have Jason Witten as your tight end. You ain't carrying True. four tight ends right at, at that point, right? You got Jason True. Witten and you got whoever is on the field with them. That's the main thing. You had a, a pre, you had a Hall of Famer playing still at tight end. Where now? How many times did we run four tight ends last year on the game day roster? That was kind of our thing. So yeah. Yeah, so if if Hunter makes this team, which I think you, you he will, to, you, you don't have to roll with uh, three tight ends active, you know, right? Four yeah. tight ends active. You 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 would pretty much essentially use him as one of them. Somebody said Lance Dunbar was the other running back. Uh, Dunbar, nice. I like yeah, he, that yeah, guy. Could never lived back. up to his potential, did he? Is is uh, Hunter going to force his way into the clone zone through a back door entrance? He's going to take. <laughs> I, I hope gonna, so. He's going to take I it over. So. He's going to take he, it over. He can be a hybrid tight end. I he could can see be that H back. We yeah. he can be that H back that we need. He can. We can literally model our entire offense, and I hate to say this, off the 49ers. Literally. Yep. Why not? West man? Coast. Yeah. See what Use they're Jack. doing. I like yeah. I like that idea because you'd have 
Schoonmaker and Ferguson on your tight ends. Hunter right. Hunter could be wherever the hell you need to play him. He could be number 44, wherever the 49. What's that 44 guy? Use Jack. Use Jack. Use Jack. Jack yeah. whatever. Cal, Cal Jack. He can be that version, right? And you still could have uh, two RBs on the field, too. <laughs> so that's pretty, so that's pretty much guys. saying if that's the case, you got to say McKeon's cut. McKeon's yeah. should be cut, which I don't know if we're going to see him on this list, this, this five uh, potential cut candidates. But if they are going to keep Hunter at that kind of switchblade, do it all type position. McKeon's a hundred percent disposable. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they uh, they talk about Luepke here. However, you say that guy's name. We're Loop-key. calling him Hunter. Loopke. Okay. Loopke, we're calling you Hunter. HL. 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 HL double hockey sticks. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Jordan Lewis. There he is. CB. I'm surprised Uh-oh. about that. I don't. Lo- I don't love that. I don't love that. No. Is that's not even on my radar? Not to be even. honest, Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis isn't getting cut. There's just no way. I, I can't, can't even five bet. million. You like, say five million. What you gonna do with that money, too? You know, right? Well, Realistically, you're better off to have them on there. Yeah, I was gonna say. Hopefully, you're not just gonna stash it. Stash it for what? <laughs> like, well, it depends on your thoughts on on Bland and and uh, who is it? Right, and the rest of the CBs. Um, you Bale, know, you got Bale. You got. Mm-hmm. Um, who then the can play that, that yeah, the the draft pick. Oh, the amount Eric, the yeah Eric, Eric Scott, Scott Jr. The, yeah. the the thing is the amount that you. Oh my gosh! What the Adam? Fuck? I'm I'm gonna drive to your house and I'm gonna light it on fire. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but never... the, the the thing, but the thing with this, mm-hmm. you you play a dime enough in the NFL that having right. Deron Bland and Jordan Lewis is a good thing. Like people are, well. People are already saying Bland should be replacing Jordan Lewis. The NFL is a what have you done for me recently yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And Deron Bland had a great season, but he had a great one great season. Jordan Lewis, every time he's been on the field, he brings that attitude. He's that kind of guy this team needs on that defense. So I, I personally would want Jordan Lewis and I would want Deron Bland both on this mm-hmm. defense. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll keep him for he's a hell of an insurance policy, you know. And, yeah, you, even if he's mm-hmm. not this, even if he's not your your nickel guy, who cares? If someone goes down, he's able to step in. He's played even a little bit on the outside, right? He even if Gilmore or Trevon Diggs go down, at least Jordan Lewis has stepped in a little bit on the outside, and you know he can play on the outside. Where Deron Bland, Kenny in, in the NFL on the NFL stage, play on the outside? That's yet to be determined. He's a, definitely a slot guy. So I'd like to see Jordan Lewis on the team. Yeah, if anything, uh, this will be his last season. So a contract year, play play lights out. And if not, you, you still have other guys that can come in and fill that area because we got a bland now. It's not a mm. rush for him to get out there on the field. Yeah, and that that's a beautiful thing about Bland is he and Lewis too. Let's be honest, the arrival of Gilmore has like totally put the pressure off those guys and allow them just just to compete in a way that's like hopefully more beneficial because it's going to be against arguably lower quality wide receivers, right? They're probably not going to be facing the number one or number two guy, um, mm-hmm. but still against, you know, some qual- most NFL teams now have pretty, a, a pretty strong, uh, set of three wide receivers, right? So you're not, it's, it's, 
when I first started watching football, it was two wide receivers, and and uh, I think that we've they've added uh, the necessary need for like a that strong third wide receiver talent. So they're still going to get that experience. Um, and the other thing about CB is it was a position of like kind of questionable need last year. Now we're talking about cutting some of those guys. I mean, it feels good to have surpluses in a lot of the areas we talked about, because I feel like last year it was like, Oh man, are we going to have the players? Mind you, Tyler Smith was a a great pick. Um, So hopefully that tradition continues for the Cowboys and and all these picks that we have are going to be who they hope they are. No doubt. And, Johnny Bones, you know, somebody got to play special teams. Yeah. So if if that spot right there is a voided area, trust and believe whoever can make the special teams can find them, themselves on this team and, and could create that balance of, hey, I can cut this guy because this guy can play special teams and as well as give us start play. So, hey, that's, that's the area. Of the unknown or the, or the known until this. Well, and that's that's one of those things. Like we're we're pretty big fans. Like I'll consider us pretty big fans, but we sometimes overlook that aspect of the game where a guy that possibly will go, you know, play ringer on punt return or he'll run mm-hmm. down and smash into dudes, opposed to a guy who can't. That's so valuable, and I do like the fact that the Cowboys. You always get that linebacker that they draft to it for that reason, and you're always kind of you kind of question it at times. But you're like, right. special teams is still such a it is still such a big part yeah. in the NFL that you have to have those guys. So we, you call him you call him Johnny Bo- Bones. We call him vasectomy coach <laughs> because of uh, that story. Because of his, yeah, his tirade on on on. Uh, Hard knocks. I think of what it's called. on hard knocks where he's just he's like trying to be that cool coach talking about his right. vasectomy right but uh <laughs> but definitely <laughs> but but you're definitely right uh, that's such a huge part of who you take when it gets into the fourth or fifth guy at a position group mm. so there was another article here written by nfl.com okay and they wrote uh an article the nfl's top 10 most complete teams um, for the upcoming season, their criteria uh, summed up is though the team with the most the teams with the most talent, the best depth, and the fewest mm-hmm. remaining question marks. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are on this list, okay. And I guess before we roll through, should we go around and and have a ga- a guess as to where the Cowboys rank? I'm gonna do some behind baseball real quick, guys. Uh, I don't see your guys' feed right now. Oh, yeah, well, <clears throat> we building the play while it's in the air, huh? Yeah, here we go. The feed is up is now. Is it back? Is there it back? Go. Yeah, they they, yeah. they were running. They just hadn't clicked something. I had to behind baseball it for Law and I because I knew we weren't, weren't seeing you guys. Anyways, so NFL's top 10 most complete teams for the 2023 season. Well, we know the top two off the top. They're going to... They're going to blow the KC mm-hmm. and the Eagles D's, right? We know those are going to be the top two. Right. Law, who do you think? Let's 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 guess. Top, I think top five is doable at least. Ten could be get could get tricky because it's all perspective. But what do you think, Law, for the top five most complete teams? Uh, they're going to go with Kansas City, Eagles, Jets, Bills. Who else they 
They, they suck off a lot. Uh, <laughs> oh, I said it loud. <laughs> oh, my God, I said it loud. No, no. Just, I don't know. Y'all go ahead. Keep saying it. Keep saying it because well, that's the type of stuff we like to we, we like to say on here. No, I think yeah. – uh, well, okay, what we'll say here, out of the top ten. So uh, you, we'll, well, we'll you have, said Kansas City, you said Jets. Jets. Eagles. Bills. Chargers. Bills. Yeah, they love the Chargers, man. Oh, they love the Chargers. Yeah, they Where love Where do you the think the Cowboys are going to rank on this? A nine, maybe ten right on the outside of it. I don't think we're top five at all. A quarter. I'm just I don't think we are. If we are, then I'll be happy, you know, uh that they finally give us praises. But uh I don't think that they that You'll they think they're gonna us. give us that. Uh, what, yeah. what, and, okay, so then secondary, what what do you think they'll say? Cowboys could be in the top five, but and then Yeah, why, but why... Uh, you know, Gil Gilmore is fifty years old and and Diggs give up, you know, the most <laughs> yards allowed type of stuff. Dak yeah, had the most interceptions yeah, ever yeah, Dak, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, let's have a look because I think uh, – We're think, eighth. We're going eighth. Yeah, stop, I have a stop, feeling stop we're eighth. Stop edging us here, AJ, and just start – I feel like we're eighth. Oh, there you go. God. Eagles number Eagles. one. Eagles number one. Okay. Well, I love Eagles. it. I, I love that they're number one because it's going to be yeah. such a fall from grace when, they, when they're when they not – you know what? They, they have a great team. <laughs> they're going to be they're, – they're a great yeah. team – but I, I do think they're beatable. And until I see that team with Jalen Hurts beat the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott, exactly. I'm not sold on them being the best team. So I need to see I need to see that team beat the Cowboys before I anoint them, even the best team in the, the East. Right. Okay, so Fuck Eagles, them. KC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, KC Chiefs, okay. KC. Obviously. Okay. They should have been one. They should have been one, to be honest. Yeah. But hey. We'll take it. San oh, Fran. Oh, boom. Oh, I forgot about San Fran. Nate, Nate, yeah. Nate, Nate Dog was in the chat for a bit there, so fuck you, Nate, for being a 49ers fan. <laughs> boo. I mean, they are good. They do have a good... Honestly, to me, the, the the Niners, top to bottom, if Purdy can have the success that he had in his first whatever many games, I think they're right. scarier than the Eagles to me. Honestly, I do. I think they sure, beat the Eagles sure. if they have Purdy. So if, if, I find them right. scarier. If Purdy continues his trend into 2023 yeah san fran has the quarterback that works for their system that's scary totally uh again we, fuck them Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> Bengals. i forgot oh, yeah. about joe yeah, burrow joe, yeah. McCul- yep. Mo- joe mccully calkin burrow okay <laughs> all right i am the best qu- i'm gonna be the highest paid quarterback ever I was left home. I was left by myself when I was seven years old on Christmas, and I fended off two robbers. That's right, right, that's right. why I'm the best quarterback. They can't touch me. You were sacked like 17 times in like three. Games. You ever see that meme? Speaking of uh, Home Alone, you ever seen that meme where they're like they show the house that the McAllisters live in, and they're like, "What the hell does Kevin's dad do for?" Oh a yeah, living? yeah, 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 all the time. Because it's like Lives in this house takes. 30 people to fucking Paris yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Like, what, what does Kevin McAllister's dad do? What does Kevin McAllister's dad do? And then also uh, uh, Friends. It's like six broke. Uh, um, they're always broke or whatever. Or or living. Six so, broke 20-somethings. And they have li- the biggest apartment. Yeah, in, they have in, the biggest apartment in whatever New York City. Whatever borough. We call that Hollywood. In. We call that Hollywood, fellas. <laughs> call it entertainment. Okay. Uh, and then we go number five. Oh, Whoa. five. Five. Whoa. Ooh. They love us. Uh. Holy <laughs> shit. Lonnie, hey, Law, rem- yeah. remember when you said nine or ten? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shame on me, man. <laughs> I'm surprised. Shame. I'm surprised. I'm surprised an NFL.com article came out with the Cowboys at being the fifth com- most complete team 
going into the season. It kind of feels weird, to be honest. Yeah, it do. It do. Um, <laughs> they we all have reservations on what? Uh, offensive line and maybe where else? Yeah, why don't you why don't you quick give Kicker? us a summary, yeah. AJ? What they're what they're basically saying is that the the defense could be a potentially top five unit. Potentially, mm-hmm. fuck you. Yeah, NFL dog. Uh, fuck could, you. NFL. Well, they say could definitely. <laughs> I'll, uh, to quote them, it's could definitely field the top five unit. Okay, they say they're loaded. Um, linebackers are well stocked. Well stocked. Cornerbacks are improved. Right. Um, and on offense, of course. Oh, here's the however. The addition on offense, of, however. however. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that, 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 there is the however you yeah, right here. Right on, there. Okay, here's the line. On offense, however, there are at least depth there are at least depth concerns at almost every spot. I think that's fair. Including quarterback. Dak Prescott. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Dak Prescott is coming off a challenging season, and the Cowboys probably can't afford him missing another five game chunk in twenty twenty three. Didn't we go four and one when he missed those games? I don't know. No, just, no, but yeah. keep going. Because this oh. is the stupidest sentence <laughs> that Cooper, I think they wrote. Cooper Rush ably replaced Prescott and is back. But is he truly a top tier backup? That's about all they have at QB. Well, yeah. Now here, yeah. here, I cr- I read that line and it pissed me off. So I crunched some numbers. Now, if you uh-huh. remove his terrible Philly game, which of course is cherry picking, but it also was a- the anomaly, and uh, he threw for like exceptionally more times. So Cooper I th- Rush. Cooper Rush against the Eagles when he threw three interceptions. So leading up right. into the until that game, that terrible, no good, very bad game, he was he was throwing sixty one percent completion percentage, uh, seven yards per average attempt, and had a five touchdowns, no interceptions. So he wasn't losing football games. What, Perfect for what a backup. More do you want from your backup quarterback? Right. Yeah. But is he truly a top tier backup? Uh, well, your quarterback goes down. Everybody thinks the season's done, and we go four and one. Yeah, I mean he's probably up there. That's why he. Got I was that about type to. Of... I, I was about to hang myself after week one. So we're glad you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's video. There's video footage of me after the game, like as close to crying as I could be as a grown man, and. And Cooper Rush completely came out there and went four and one in the next five games. So I, I fuck those guys. He's a top tier backup in my mind. He did exactly what he needed to do. They schemed to his strengths. If anything, they should have kind of used what they did with Cooper Rush and used a little bit with Dak Prescott. Yeah. What's their last line? It goes, so Dallas Olsen needs to find a kicker, but all in all, this is one of the best NFL rosters from top. Scroll down a little bit. From top to bottom? From top. To bottom. Who, oh, who's the, the who's the writer? Who's the writer? Yeah, let's check out the yeah. writer of this. I gotta check yeah. that out. Good call. Yeah, who's that guy? Barry Bones. What? Barry Bones. <laughs> uh, it don't count now. <laughs> Eric Edholm. Eric Edholm. Oh, oh Edholm. Oh, Edholm. Okay. okay. Uh, let's. We're gonna tweet him. We're gonna yeah, tweet yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Tweet hey, him. we got some stuff to talk about, Mister. Uh, uh, let's just run through this list quickly yeah. here. So we got the Bills at six. Did you? Mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens, Ravens at seven. Okay, well, mm-hmm. you got Beckham and you got Lamar. Okay. And there's your the Jets. 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 There's yeah. the Jets. Eight. Jets after uh, Ravens. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seahawks. What Whoa. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, Charbonnet. Charby. <laughs> well, p- yeah. think about it. They got JSN and Charby. Yeah. They should. They had a good draft. Yeah, they should be on the list. They're going to be nice. They had a good draft. They had a very, very good draft. 
And they got all of the running backs, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking about six, run, six running backs. They're doing the 2016, uh, <laughs> right. they're doing the 2016 Cowboys here right now. Yeah. yeah. And finally, uh, yeah. Chargers. Oh, hey, oh yeah. Chargers, the Chargers. What? You wow. Think they should be higher? No, no, no. That's good. They, they within the top 10. So, top you, 10, yeah. And you said, you, didn't you call Chargers are going to be on the list? Yeah, they're gonna be on the list. Yeah. You know, they they love the Chargers. They love them, and they love the Jets. I heard Jets Super Bowl. They're going to the Super Bowl, so love can't to wait it. to see them. Week what well, we play the Jets? Week two. Week two. Yeah. Oh. Week two. Get that Rogers. Uh... Hey, Law. I gotta ask. I gotta ask you. What games are you going to this season? Like uh, home games. I'm, I'm trying to go to all of the home games, but um, if not, we'll try to make that first home game. And um, we'll see. I got some things that's working out right now with some sponsors. So hopefully, uh, yeah. I get a chance to be at every home game. So, because we're gonna we're gonna yeah. be traveling down for the Thanksgiving Day game. Okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hit up Charlotte, North Carolina for the Panthers Cowboys game week eleven, and then we're gonna uh-huh. drive or fly over to Dallas Arlington for the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day game. Thanksgiving. So. Again, okay. what, what's the records when y'all go to the games? What, what's the record? I think we're Thanksgiving, so we've this. This is going to be our third Thanksgiving. So on Thanksgiving, we're one and one right now. But okay. total, okay. our total games traveled together, we are two, two and, and one. one. Two and one. Let's two go. One. Let's yeah. get it. Let's yeah, go. and, we're, and we're. that was the Raiders game. Our loss was that that uh, Raiders that game. Fluky. Yeah, and it yeah. it was a fucking fabulous game to go yeah. to. But Jesus, it was right. a good shitty ending. I mean, it was a good game, shitty ending. Yeah, yeah, they they. they Phantom call on Michael Parsons. Hey, yeah, at oh. the end when we had the ball, we tried to go to Noah Brown. That should have been the foreshadowing of the next season, right? Don't right? go to Noah Brown. Yeah, he's gonna, <laughs> get, he's gonna get back. Anthony Brown with like fourteen hundred uh, defensive pass interferences. Right, yeah. third and Brown. That's what they, that was also third and Brown. thing, right? Yeah, third <laughs> and Brown. Go, yeah, definitely. Um, before we do the uh, Super Bowl odds. I just uh, something that we haven't talked about is linebackers, or we maybe wow. just kind of brushed on them. So let's do some linebacker talk. A little uh, Sports Illustrated article here, written from written by Harrison Reno. Thank you, Harrison. Harrison. Uh, but Cal- uh, basically, we're we're looking at Clark Cox overshone. We're looking at Clark's Cox. Next I, to, I don't next know if we should. Right yeah, like, should pause. We are looking at Clark. <laughs> it actually worked out because said, you said, said overshown after. Yeah, it, it yeah, almost said, worked out. Said real fast all together again. Clark Cox overshown. <laughs> that is it a weirdly that, works out. Yeah, that is a law firm I do not want to fuck with. I tell you right now. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but he, here's the numbers with LVE. Now, Anth, I'll let you uh, speak about LVE after I I put this down because. We, you know, we put some pressure on that boy, and he responded. But with LV, the Cowboys' def- uh, defense had a 65% success rate against the run compared to a 47% without him last, um, the season, like, when he was out. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's just kind of the, the biggest metric from this article that I pulled out that kind of shows, okay, so we got LV s- uh, solidified in the center. Parsons is playing what rogue agent here on the field, what does our linebacker situation look like? What's the, um, what's the kind of potential 
I don't know schemes we might see them out with out there with 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 who we have on the the team right now. Well, I don't know what you're thinking, but for mm. me, the the selection of Overshone at in the third round, Drabil Cox should be the most worried guy on the team right now with that pick of Overshone. I think they're taking him and they took Damone Clark to be the guy they were hoping Cox would be. Out of those three guys, out of Clark, Overshone, and Cox, whoever ends up kind of being the best out of those three, I think you're going to have a very, very, very good football player. No doubt. Um, I look at Clark last year around his time. He wasn't out there at OTAs. He wasn't practicing. He wasn't doing anything. He, he was recovering. Mm-hmm. And when his number was called during the season, Clark showed us a, a, a lot of promises, right? To the point and to the degree where he was like, get Anthony Barr up out of here, man. Uh, come <laughs> awesome. on, man. <laughs> get him up out of here. So uh, now the stat line that you presented with LVE, that's remarkable. Mm-hmm. And even looking back at LVE scouting tape before he made it to the National Football League, he had to play with a good front, right? You got to keep it clean for him, and you wanted to see him rally, scrape, and and do his thing with his height and his speed. I know it don't look like he's moving fast, but he is moving <laughs> fast. So hopefully by the new addition, not the group, but the Mozzie <laughs> and Osa all up front, hopefully we will see a better version of LVE. So, yeah, the writing is on the wall for Jabril Cox because we've been waiting to see what he can bring to the table for many of moons. And he haven't done anything to, for us outside of one game. And it was against Daniel Jones, right? You, you guys remember that, right? Yeah. He um, knocked him out. Yeah. Knocked he knocked him, right him out. out. And then <laughs> that, celebrated. All the only time we've seen Cox <laughs> pause, but you know, so everything else is writing on the wall for him, for Overshawn to step in. And it could be a situation and scenario that Overshawn could be a bigger version out of what we've seen out of J. Ron Curse. They may want to get bigger at that spot. And Overshawn is about 10 to 15 pounds bigger. So that's one thing we've heard a little bit. We had that. Uh, cu- uh, oh, crack him, Just oh, crack him. Oh, double crack him. Double crack him. Double crack him. Double crack him. Oh, Lions hey! Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. So th- th- we've heard that a little bit. So people were saying in our chat last week that uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let's go would end up taking over for, I think they were saying Tyron Smith. And then Overshone would take over for um, Jaron Curse. And then Deron Bland would take over for Jordan Lewis, which it makes sense, but it's still a lot of hope, hopes and ifs, right? Like Overshone hasn't showed, he hasn't played a snap in the NFL. And Jaron has been a very, very good football for the uh, football player for the Cowboys in the last right. two years. In a in a perfect world, yeah, Overshone comes in and totally yeah. either surplants Cox or curse right as fans that's what we want realistically right, right. Sure, sure we have these favorite players but as fans what we should want is our rookie picks outplay guys on second or third contracts right no doubt and let's not sleep on Devin Harper he, he's another guy there's a 4-4 guy he's fast he rallied he chased he had the Achilles bruise last season so he was pretty much you know on the bench for recovery but when he was playing in preseason Hey, we was like, hey, look at number 50. Look at number 50. So um, that room, that linebacker room is very, very intriguing. Yeah. What my ideal scenario would be to re-sign 
that um uh who is it hook <clears throat> hooker and curse for another two seasons keep, keep that keep the safeties keep those safeties locked up for the next what it would, what it would be three years from from this next year coming up right you sign them for two more and right. and then using overshawn how I imagine that he's going to come in and play well in the NFL is, is that coverage linebacker. And now Mm -hmm. we're shifting more of like a Parsons Lawrence, you know, maybe, maybe three or four, uh, maybe obviously two, but maybe three linemen and having more of, uh, over show play. I don't know, playing like a shifted kind of, um, backfield there where Overshone's playing kind of a linebacker safety situation, not and letting the line just have those like beasts rush in. So that's how I think I would love to see over Sean be used, but he may be a complete linebacker. So I wouldn't want to take that away from him. But if that's the scenario, I can see that I can see him playing that position. No doubt. No doubt. And let's not sleep on the abilities of these guys. Uh, over safety, former safety uh, before he got positional flex to being a linebacker in college. So he got safety hips, so he can play that hook to flat. He can uh, jump routes on balls and everything like that. So that that's going to be a good situation for us. And the the land of the unknown, the Isaiah land, you know, yes. they call him Zay. The, prom- the promised land. The promised promise land. Promise land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime the, the, the defensive coordinator speak about a guy that went undrafted, Glowingly like he did, shoot. Yeah. He gonna get he gonna get at least at least a chance. Yep. Yeah, and he had some great stats. Uh um, if memory serves me correct, he played with Marquise Bell. True. In uh something forest. <laughs> Was it forest or Wake Forest? Or for, Wake no, no, forest. Florida. Flor some a place in Florida, I believe. Anyways, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe I'm wrong. They played together. They played together. They, they, but they that's how that's how DQ Got him on his radar, and of course, Bell spoke highly of him, and he had some great stats too. Um, we talked about him on the on the last cast, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the type of guy who could show up and be uh, mm-hmm. just dr- the most driven guy on the field, and and that's what you need in the NFL is yeah. just like that competitive edge. Loved there's nothing him. better than the there's nothing better than the undrafted free agent success story. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, okay, well, shall well, we? The, I mean, there is. It's a father uh, drafting his son in the sixth round and okay. being the second coming. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> and then becoming, a, father, the, a father drafting his son? Well, father drafting getting son. getting to call his kid and getting him on oh, the team. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then okay, him actually turning into the. Jerry says he's my son now. <laughs> yes, indeed. I ta- <laughs> I'm taking him. <laughs> I'm it's taking funny because I. I didn't even know what the fuck you were talking about when you said that. I was like, a father drafting his son in the sixth Your round. damn act together. <laughs> hey, that is Jerry. a good story, though. Yeah. That you know, is a you know, story, you know what right. Jerry really want, though? To, uh, uh, I want me some glory hope. Oh! And you know what? That was That's not even AI. You yeah, know, that's, that's even, legitimate that's, that's Jerry legit, Jones. That's Jerry Jones right there. <laughs> Jerry Jones Jerry. just wants some glory. There, there ain't that's no, all he wants. Yeah, there ain't no text-to-speech AI on that one. <laughs> so Don't we all? So we try, uh, Law, we try to stay away from doing bets, but, you know, sometimes Ooh. it's just a flick of a finger away. And, uh, just because I'm so bad at it. No, but Anthel just sent, <laughs> Anthel be like, I'm not I'm not betting, and then he'll send us kind of this this, like, gray area bet where it's not, 
it's on the game, but it's not like what we talked about, so you can still get away with it, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, so, anyways, I don't know if you're if you do any betting or I don't really understand the fucking odds, but I can. Me neither. Yeah, I don't know okay. nothing about it. <laughs> okay. I, but I can just say, man, the top, the top. All right, let's do this. The top teams in the NFC, for, NFC for, for the Super Super Bowl odds. Okay. So this is it. So all it is. Just rank if, them. We don't have to put like. Well, well, well the, all it's going to show, them. it's going to show Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl odds for the 2023 season. They're going to give you a number. It's going to be plus a number, right? All you do is you take that number mm-hmm. and you times that by whatever you would bet on. And that's what you would win if the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So if I put a hundred bucks and it's plus a hundred, it's 200 bucks I win. No. Mm. Yeah. No. So, sorry. I fucked up. So yeah. it's going to be, I already looked at this list. Let's get down to the Cowboys odds and I'll explain. <laughs> All right. They're plus they're plus 1800. So if you bet 16. 100 bucks on this, maybe sorry, it's 16. changed, maybe it changed. So if you bet 100 bucks on the Cowboys, you would win 1600. Oh, That's I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah so, so you want so if it's plus 100, you just get 100 bucks, no nothing. Yeah, you you get 100 bucks. So if you bet Oh my god. So if they're if they're plus 6 Oh, we f- just keep going. Anyways. <laughs> so if if they're plus if they're plus 1600, and you bet a thousand bucks, and the Cowboys make the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, you would win sixteen thousand bucks. So every year, I bet a hundred bucks on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl because it's a hundred bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I used to do it for this reason: I would bet a hundred dollars on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl, so that if they were in the Super Bowl, I could kind of justify paying to go to the Super Bowl. And then if they won, it was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. a, at least a little bit of. At the time when I first started doing it. Doing that hundred dollar bet would almost pay for your full ticket. Now Super yeah. Bowl tickets are so damn expensive that you'd almost have to throw a couple hundred bucks at it for them yeah. to win for it to be paid. Because I think last year, just to get a seat in the house, I think it was like seven thousand bucks. America, like USD. So you'd have to be betting three or four hundred bucks on the Cowboys to win it. But I'll ask this: You guys aren't betters. You aren't gamblers. I'll ask you guys this: Is this in the last five years our best? chances at possibly making the Super Bowl? Yeah. I think this is our best chance right here. Uh credit to the the coaching staff, uh uh credit credit to if everyone is healthy. This is our best chance. The NFC quarterback yeah. race is very weak. I would say mm-hmm. there's two uh, there's two horses in it, Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. Anyone else are, are way below Ooh. the quarterback play. Who's the, who's the top five quarterbacks right now in the NFC? Oh shit, man! I think half of them are in the uh, NFC beast. Well, you got you got to, you you got to go at least you got to go Dak. You got to go Hertz, right? You you got to give it to Matthew Stafford. You, you yep. have to yep. put him in the top top five. He's got the resume for it. Uh, then it gets it gets very. Thin. Do you go car? Do you go put car? Do you put golf? No, I think golf is above car and as well as uh, Kirk Cousins. Cousins, right? I agree. So, That's what I mean. That it, like you could take, but any one of those three guys, those first get, three, those first three you got. But after that, it it's kind mm-hmm. of there's a legitimate argument that, and there's no hate or no shade thrown at Jalen Hurts. But it's still a situation where people, we still got to say, hey, can he do it again, right? Exactly. So no, I agree. I, I wouldn't give him that crown to be the number two guy. You know, I, I think that you have to push him back 
further on that list. But I know some people right now mad punching at the wind right now. How you <laughs> dare you law? You know, Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC. But he just still got to prove it again. To me, yeah. like I said, I already said to you guys in this it, while we were recording, I need to see Jalen Hurts beat Dak Prescott head-to-head for him to even be considered the best quarterback in the NFC East, let alone the NFC. I Until, until Jalen Hurts can beat a Dak Prescott team, I honestly, I put Dak ahead of him. I, I, I kind of, in my mind, and I, I get trolled for this because I'm a Dak rider, right? I'm a realist, man. I think Dak Prescott right now with his team is probably the best NFC quarterback right now. And that's why I think over the last 10 years, I loved R- Tony Romo. Tony Romo is right. a huge, huge Tony Romo fan. Did I ever think he was the best quarterback in the NFC when he played? Not really. I never thought he was the top guy, top dog in even the NFC. This year, Dak Prescott could arguably be the best quarterback in the NFC. This give to me personally makes this our best window in the last 10 years. A lot of people are are saying in the chat over here, uh, uh, don't leave out Geno and, of mm. course, Brock, Brock Purdy. Again, I need to see I need to see Geno. I need to see Geno do it again. I need to see Brock Purdy coming off a terrible injury with his mm. throwing arm. Geno Smith, like, yeah, he had an amazing season. He needs to also do it again, though. He has to yeah. do it again. But I think you mean in the top five there. Yeah, I top think five. there's okay. that 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 list of, to me, it's Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. I would say Jalen Hurts just because of his the people that he has around him. True. And then four and five, you could make that list up. so many different ways. You know what I love? I don't think anyone brought up Kyler Murray. Fuck Kyler Murray. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kyler Murray. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah. Is he is he injured for all the next season or? No, but he'll be out for, he'll a, bit. Be out for a bit. Yeah. He, he probably won't even be there when the Cowboys play him. I think week four. I want to say we play them week four or something like that. Uh, he's probably week not three, even going to be there. Week three. When it's something. Play? It's early. It's early. Yeah. Well, week the, three, I believe. So uh, just to wrap up these odds here, the Cowboys are are, are ranked seventh. Okay. Yeah, behind the and Chiefs. And what is it? Plus plus sixteen hundred. Plus sixteen hundred. So what? We're all gonna put one K down, guys, and go to the Super Bowl for free, or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wouldn't mind that. <laughs> if they well, win, well, what, they wait have a to second. Win. It's the odds. Yeah, it's the odds of winning the Super Bowl. So oh, yeah. you're not making money unless they make it to the Super Bowl and then win the Super Bowl, right? Oh yeah. Hey, it's you winning. sound. Like, hey, you sound like a hater. I sorry. There's a, there was there was an Eagles there was an Eagles fan in the chat, and it kind of like just started to get to me. You sound like a hater. Not yeah, a hater. but the trick is when you bet on it, and this is the thing. I've been doing this for the last twenty years. Which is so guess already, what? Which is guess what? I'm which is probably 2K. why we haven't been getting to the Super Bowl. So don't make the bet this year. Yeah. Don't make the bet this year. I'm telling you, don't make the bet this year. And I promise you, we're taking home the fucking Vince Lombardi this year. All I heard from you was up the ante, so I'm, I'm up in the ante. Up it. Look, <laughs> n- n- every time he bets, we fucking lose. Mm. I wouldn't say every time, but yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I I would bet I would bet a thousand dollars. I would bet a thousand dollars on us on you betting and us losing. That's what I would. That's a that's a surefire win. And then we'll surefire. all go to the Super Bowl. We'll all go to the Super Bowl for free. <laughs> I will say this: so the last two seasons, I've predicted the Cowboys' record. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two years, and I went twelve and five. That's pretty good odds. I yeah. went twelve and five. Did the you last make two the question? Is did you make a bet about your odds? Yeah, every time, every no. every week, I bet. 
bro. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> bro. Anyways. Hey, but look, um, we can hop off now or Law, if you have, it, I'm not sure well, if I got, you got a, get I got going. a question for Law. Yeah. Okay. Well, just before you, so sure. I don't, so I don't forget. I just wanted to know if we wanted to go because we there was a little bit of a, a brief. Hey, sorry, let go of that. Uh, there was a brief moment of uh, some interest in maybe going over the schedule in our like pregame. I don't know if if you have time for that. If not, we can always catch up with you later. Oh, no, oh, I have plenty of time. Okay, awesome, awesome. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Well, now I forgot what I was going to say, but I was just going to say <laughs> to Law. Because, uh, and it was a couple weeks ago, congrats on uh, breaking oh, yeah. the 100K subs. Oh, like that's, man, thank you. That's huge. And <laughs> that any, is huge. Any, awesome, anybody dude. who puts effort into that knows how much of an accomplishment that is. Obviously, you're like, look, I've already passed 100K. You know, I don't give, I don't give a fuck <laughs> about it anymore. But it's, it's super awesome, too, because... Uh, you know you're you're a really approachable guy, and and I'm I'm glad that we're forming this relationship here. You and you're also very inspirational to a lot of growing um, uh, accounts out there. So you know you your success is the rising tide that lifts all ships, as they say. Oh, yeah, but you know what? We're racing Appreciate to we're racing, yeah, we're racing to a million. We're racing to a million. <laughs> racing to a million. Let's go. Let's get it. You know, um, I appreciate that, man. Don't, you guys, don't have me sobbing and crying over here. Oh, please hey. cry. <laughs> it would be like Law was on our show and we made him cry like a little bit, like a baby, a baby. Yeah. It's like, oh, that was really endearing. Wah, wah. <laughs> oh, Law Nation, fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> hey, whoa, Adam. Yeah, no, I'm just. Hey, hey, whoa, Adam. We don't do that here, okay? <laughs> yeah, you almost got yourself banhammered, bro. Who's, who's gonna ban me? I'll mute any one of you if I want. Or guess what? My computer's just gonna crash anyway. So who gives? A I know. Probably. Hey. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So, um, we we did a we did a, a deep dive on the regular season. I also saw uh, I watched your video as well. But you know what? Now we're together. Let's talk about it again. Maybe some perspective perspective has changed. Um, we start off here week one. Like you mentioned, back to back. First, we go to New York to play the right. uh, Giants, and then week two, the Jets come to play the Cowboys in uh, Texas. Mm. And and what are those? Both Sunday games. So you're, NBC, are you, CBS. Are you just telling them, or are you asking? No, no, them what I'm, he I'm putting yeah, that out okay, there, okay. and then and you know we can we can uh, say what we think about it. Like I like opening the season. Of course, they're going to do it uh, with a. A uh, divisional opponent, um, yep. Sunday nighter. Yeah, you know, it, it's classic. The Cowboys are, to be honest, the Cowboys are going to get the best kind of spots, right? They're going to put right. the Cowboys in the spotlight, especially now with with uh, back to back seasons like they've had. So it's exciting football. Um, and then this New York Jets game just got a hell of a lot more exciting. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I, I see the angle that they went with. They, they went with. Five, the first five teams, all defensive type teams, and we're trying to unfold a new offense, and and it takes some time for your offense to to get together. So they're trying to keep us uh, in the dark over here. They're trying to watch us fall a little bit, but I think it's going to reverse, and we're going to uh, stump all of those teams. What are you thinking? What do you think going into those first going into that bye week? Realistically, what what do you, what are we sitting at going into that bye week? Mm. Like uh, so, uh, with, with one loss, I believe we we may have one loss on that. 
uh, uh, list right there. Uh, I would want us to be undefeated to that point, but I, I think that, you know, you got – you're playing against – it's seven teams we're playing against, so it seemed like it's going to be us playing against 14 teams. You know, you got to count the officials. Yeah, 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 the aficionados, you know how it goes. Uh, yeah, yeah, them damn Zeebs. So, you know, uh, it's going to be one of those games that's going to be tight. I just don't know which one yet. Um, but I'm trying to reserve myself before I give out uh, uh, my, uh, my my uh, record prediction. Oh, yeah, you have, okay. have you not? No, that's fine. Hey, yet. we like yeah, yeah. it. We're not, we're, we're not forcing the hand. We're not forcing mm-hmm. the hand at all. I but... Would- I would but say. But what do you think? They, what do you think the Cowboys finish like their record? <laughs> oh, overall record. I'm, I'm joking. I'm so, joking. I'm so, joking. so, so hear me out. For three years in a row, I, I went down this record list, and I had us going thirteen and four. So I've been off for the last three years. So, but the last two seasons, it seems as if though I'm a genius, right, on the games that I picked because we went back to back twelve and five, twelve and five. So, um, I, I'm looking at. This schedule right here, we could be anywhere between twelve and five and thirteen and four. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Twelve yeah. and five is all floor now. That's, yeah. that's good. It's yeah. got to be. I think anything under. Although, okay, I'll ask you this: Would you be okay with a ten and seven? Well, this is obviously the answer you're going to give me. I already know. <laughs> but imagine having a ten and seven season, and everyone's pissed that we finished ten and seven. We end up being one of the wild card teams, but then we go on and make it to the Super Bowl, like. Realistically, the goal for me is always to make the postseason. Obviously, you want to win your division to give yourself a home game. But at this point, I'm so starved for like getting past the divisional round. Just get into get into the contention of it and just get us to the NFC Championship game. Anything under an NFC Championship game to me is a failure for the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we saw the path of the Super Bowl way via the Eagles last season. Uh, they beat the dog on, what, the Giants and the Niners, and that's it, right? That's it, yep. That's it. And the Niners were bruised up, and Darius Slay said literally they used the Cowboys as a blueprint on how to beat the Niners. So yep. uh, hopefully we wasn't that far off last season of having the number one seed last year. Yep. Uh, think about it. If we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Green Bay game, Yep. Yeah. And then actually played the last game of the year, then we could have had that number one seed. Yep. So, yeah, uh, I, I look at it like that. Uh, we may be closer to that end of the Cowboys versus being the 10 to 7 version of the Cowboys. And hear me Agreed. out. Hear me out, y'all, just watching in the chat. Show me a time that we had back to back losses last season. We haven't. We haven't had no back-to-back losses. But all yeah. our losses feel as if, though, uh, the whole world saw it and uh, the sky is falling out of the sky, but we never lost back-to-back. Oh, it's well, the- even as ca- as Cowboys fans, some of our wins felt like the sky was falling. Like It's <laughs> right. like there was times. There was times. There was times. We're doing, we're doing a post-game. We're doing a post-game stream, and we're having call-ins. Like, we're having people call in, and we've won the game. And people are losing their absolute minds. Like, we had multiple people call in. I was like, guys, we can never do that again. We can't have yeah. multiple people call in. Because it was like a war zone. And we'd, yeah. won, the ga- and we'd won the game. Yeah, so yeah the it, Minnesota it was, Vikings game. We won 40-3. Now, you know what? You see what Can fan, y'all are some homers. Yeah. Because, you yeah. know, <laughs> Dak Prescott, see, he's the reason why we're trash. He, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Yeah, exactly. All the time. It's like. What oh what weird planet are we living on where 
you win a game and it's a, it's the end of the world. But that's that's, that's Cowboys that's Nation, being, baby. That's the life of being a Cowboys fan, and we love it because it keeps you on your toes. I guess. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I got a question for you. Let's let's take it back to uh, the Jets week two. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Rogers has been a little bit of a cowboy killer over his last uh, couple seasons in uh, seasons. in Green mm. Bay. Do you think that uh, the stigma is gone? Do you think we've broken that Rodgers Cowboys killer curse um, when we face him against the New York Jets? Week two, offense, maybe he's still not sure with it. Team still hasn't put into that kind of clicking rhythm mode. Um, Do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a problem week two? Uh, All respect to Aaron Rodgers. He he is the uh, John Wick (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, he's the John Wick. Like, did we hit his dog? Did we kind of accidentally kill his dog? Uh, it I goes all the way back to 2014, right, when he had one leg out there and uh, he was managed to beat us in that season. Of course, that was the catch, no catch. I, I think that Aaron Rodgers, the way he started his career, losing to the Cowboys, you guys remember that? Yep. His very first game, he lost to the Cowboys, that he always had a chip on his shoulder every time we played them. Uh, I, I, granted, we did beat him in 2016, that uh, that regular season, I believe. But ever since then, Aaron Rodgers is like John Wick. He, it, when he's down, he's never all the way down. There's still a chance and an opportunity for him to carve us up and eat us up so or or to kill us technically. So hopefully that that stench is gone. Hopefully, since he's playing for the Jets now, right? Yeah. And not Green Bay. He's lost the magic. Can, yeah, yeah, he lost the magic. He's not, you know, he never beat us wearing eight, so he's not going to be wearing twelve. So yeah. hopefully that will be the situation. He don't. We're going to exercise some demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so, some someone in your chat said uh, that we're going to retire him like we did Brady. Which I, I there I, we go. Yeah. I like it. I can, I can, yeah, but that's yeah. got to be that's got to be in the Super Bowl though. Let's retire. Let's retire Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. I would love it. Yeah, and on top of that, Aaron Rodgers back to back what MVP seasons and everything, one and done in the playoff. Nobody talks about that. But you know what? The reason why really Aaron Rodgers didn't have a best season last year, don't you know why? Let's hear it. Tell us. No, they took the they took away his psychedelics. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, psychedelics. Aaron Rodgers, look it up. There's an article out there. You know, he was playing lights out back to back MVPs. You know, when they took away his psychedelics, you know, he can't no longer take that extra stuff anymore. He's been pedestrian a little bit, so oh. he's out there fucking rolling on <laughs> rolling on mushrooms. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he was killing us on mushrooms. He was, he, he, he was micro he was microdosing mushrooms, and he's like microdosing. No, I'm taking fucking right. full caps here, bro. <laughs> he's like he's like he's like fucking Mario. He gets better when he touches the mushroom. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. Um, yes, one thing we pointed out though was kind of this end of the season run. Um, and you can pick your date, but I would say from week, uh, say 14, maybe arguably, uh, week 13, but onward, it's a nice run into the playoffs, uh, playoffs, playoffs, uh, you know, Seattle, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, and Washington. Way before that time frame, if you look at week, uh, nine. Yeah. Philly. That that is that 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 is the uh, 
That is the moment that they robbed us. They should have had us playing the, the Eagles week two. Yep. Or they could have had us at least playing the Eagles week three, but we got to wait all the way to week nine. Yeah. I mean, come on. And everyone's, but that's the thing. Everyone, everyone wants the Eagles game, right? And I, I thought right. the same thing. I, I thought I would have loved the, the, a season opener against the Eagles, to be honest. True. And, but I also am happy by week nine, there's no excuses. As long as there's True. no injuries, there's no excuses. By week nine, th- these teams should be flawless, right? Week two, you beat them. It's like, okay, well, it's week two. Uh, we're doing this, this, and this. Week nine, barring injury like if Jalen Hurts is injured or Dak Prescott's injured there's no excuses you got you got your team there you've had nine weeks to prepare for this it's a division division foe whoever wins this game is the better team and I'm excited week nine is is circled for me you fellas yeah week nine circled yeah and I think everyone's missing out on this run of Fox games from week eight through 11 I mean Fox Mm -hmm. Network is just gonna be cat and I'm just kidding (laughs) well yeah well but but so cow so Cowboys so Fox usually does the NFC games and then CBS does AFC so you'll Cowboys will always get a shit ton of of Fox Fox oh okay well no Oh, snap. So so where are Troy and Joe at now? They they're not gonna be on Fox. Who's gonna call them? No, they uh, I think a lot of the time it was Greg Olson and whatever little dweeb he had with them. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, it's gonna be uh well, I mean, depending on what happens with Brady, Brady will be calling the Fox games, won't he? Possibly. I heard, I heard Tom Brady just got subpoenaed to to appear in court, something like that. He, he's going to jail or something, right? Good. Really? What? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear that? No. no. Wow. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news here on CatFan. Tom Brady is uh apparently gonna go to uh hopefully. Well, that's some, what, some, that's some what happens stuff. when that's what happens when you sell your soul to win seven Super Bowls. Eventually it catches up to you. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully he's not still in Florida. The Florida prison system's not supposed to be uh too kind, specifically to dudes <laughs> like fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Make- let me let me throw this word out. Alleged because I'm allegedly coming. Allegedly, Tom hey, Brady and Shaq alleg- Shaquille O'Neal, uh, <laughs> they got to appear in court. Well, you know? oh. here's the other thing though: is he's also allegedly uh, set to become a minority owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, what the Amazing. hell? Wow. Tom Brady gets right. divorced and he says, "I'm a fucking wild businessman now. I'm free <laughs> from football and yeah, I'm gonna become a Raider. And then, after they don't do well this season, I'm gonna become a quarterback for the Raiders." Tom Brady is—he's <laughs> gonna Benjamin Button himself into he already into, is. A, into a baby. <laughs> he already yeah. is. He's gonna become so yeah. youthful. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady's drinking some of that lines, man. He's fucking getting younger yeah. and tougher every fucking year. <laughs> but I don't know. I, it, the end of the season here, I just like this run of Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, Washington. Um, Washington battle tested. Yeah, I mean, in Washington, I mean. Ugh. That's a toss-up game. Uh, but that's that's a hell of a run when you talk about uh, Seattle, Eagles, Buffalo, my mammy, oh, Miami. <laughs> uh, and then you have the Detroit. That's that's yeah. a run. Those are all Battle-tested. offensive teams that you're going to have to be ready for. So we get defense a little bit on the front end and offensive run on the back end. That's that's going to be a hell of a schedule down the stretch. Do you like do you like them having a tougher schedule at the back half of the season uh going into the playoffs or or playoffs. Would you, or would you prefer them to kind of have a little bit of a, a softer a soft serve ice cream uh schedule in the back the back nine I, I want us to uh, fight going in uh not being too relaxed and yep. 
these teams on the back end, they may all change, right? Mm. The fortunes may be over with as uh, far as from what we're looking at. But I'm looking at the mentality of those teams, especially from Washington, uh, Seattle, and Philly. Those oh, are teams that are going to run the ball. They're going right. to run the yep. ball all over you. So you're going to have to make sure that your run game or your run-stopping game is there. And then when you look at the Buffalo Bills team, that's going to be a team that's like to air it out, throw it in the air, what have you. So you're going to have to be ready Diggs for that. Diggs versus Diggs, baby. Diggs, Diggs versus Diggs. 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 That's going to be a primetime moment there. Uh, and then Miami, that's the team that can run the rock. They got uh, A-chain. They got speed everywhere. A-chain yep. on running back. They got uh, Tyreek Hill, a Ninja Turtle. He can just do everything. Jaden The Wallace. Penguin. Yeah, yeah, the Penguin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, you, you're going to have to have your full – going to have to have everything in front of you ready. And hey, then the, the, the Detroit Lions, they're looking for revenge, right? Yep, that, yep. That's a team that can run and throw. So we're going to have our hands full. Now, uh, uh, with the bye week on week seven, what? How do you? How do you? Where do you want the bye week for the Cowboys? Do you? Do you like the bye week at week seven, or or you don't really give a f? No, that's that's cool because I think that they gave us uh, after the bye week. Of course, we got a slew of games. I think we got like three games at home. Where where do that start? Uh, because it, I it, knew- go, it goes. Sorry, it goes uh, after the bye week. It goes to L.A. Back okay. home against Philly to New York. No, no, it's versus. So, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. See that hand holding right there, Law. Right, we right, do that right. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so Rams are at Dallas, and then we're at Philly. Yeah, and then, and then and we then home, home home against New York. No, it's yeah. it's it's home away home away, away. home. So then it kind of. I thought we had three home. And then there's and then there's three home games yeah. in a row. Twelve. 13, there we 14. go. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what we like to see at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah you need cushion. that. That is you nice. That. And they actually, through weeks 12, 13, and 14, they got two Thursday night games. So, yeah, so that's, a little, it, that's a little cushion. Yeah, it's quite a big cushion. Um, it's nice that they give them that rotation, that double Thursday night rotation, because that keeps your players rested. All right, well, shit, dudes. Yeah, hey, that was great. Law, man. Always a, a absolute pleasure having you, man. It's it's great to talk. I can't wait to have you on where, like right now, we're kind of, we call it the Sahara a little bit, where yeah, there's football <laughs> happening, but it's not crazy amount. Like, it's kind of hard to to talk. Yeah. I mean, you put us us four in a room, we're going to talk for 10 hours about yeah, football. Yeah. With that. <laughs> yeah. But I can't wait to have you on where it's either training camp or we're meeting with you in Oxnard or the season's going but either way, it was a blast having you here, man. We appreciate it. Obviously, like we said, you don't need any type of shout out. But if you want to give a shout out to yourself, uh, let people know where you're from. Um, actually, if anything, we're we're live streaming on your channel. Yeah, right let's now. let's yeah. fucking hey, shout out. Shout out us, jeez. We're gonna give the shout out. Anybody who's watching on Law Nation's channel right now, search us up on all social media platforms. Cowboys can fan. Uh, if you like Law Nation stuff, uh, and and uh, you'll you'll like our stuff because we're Dallas Cowboys fans. <laughs> hey, that right, was right. not a good way of saying. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> at, I Cow- at, Cowboy, at Cowboys Can Fan on any social media platforms. Law, appreciate you helping us out coming on, man. Like you, we said, 105k subscribers. We're still Woo! low on the totem pole, and we we're coming for you. Get yeah. ready. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Oh, 
Yes, indeed. Hey, hey, guys, man, be sure to follow my boys from the north, man. And I can't wait to uh, meet up with you guys, man. You guys pump out some great content all together. And people, I want y'all to know, man, is this is more than just being on YouTube. These guys are on uh, TikTok. Twitter, as well as Instagram and Facebook. So we're on multiple outlets and multiple platforms. And as I grow, we all grow. That's how this thing's supposed to go. Man, I, I'm rhyming for your mind. Man. Hey, oh, we love it. We love it. Hey, I'm calling this out for the Bad Wagon Boys over there and me over here. Just play the fucking outro music. We ain't going to up that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want the uh, you want the outro music? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have it on my soundboard. Now. Okay. Oh, okay, we got, we got, we got, we got some. <laughs> we're, we're, we're playing yeah. it right now. All right. Thanks for your time. How about them Cowboys? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.